This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. some uh, movement and developments on the uh, Diamond Sports Group uh, bankruptcy issue and uh, Valley Sports and uh, not really sure what uh, the latest announcement means uh, for the Guardians, but it seems that there is a a pretty big entity that's come in as a minority investor uh, with Diamond Sports to sort of pull them out of bankruptcy. Yeah, Amazon has... uh joint forces with uh, Diamond Diamond Sports Group I think uh, from reports that you know has pumped in 100 100 million dollars worth of new uh income into the bankrupt uh company and uh, you know I think Joe it it seems like uh this is you know Diamond Sports Group says it you know this is going to push that or uh, help uh, get them out of bankruptcy uh but there's still you know not a lot of clarity you know, regarding Major League Baseball, uh, the the 12 teams, I should say 11 teams that Diamond has uh, regional sports uh, network contracts with. Uh, so we're still waiting to see how all that falls out. Right. We reached out to uh, to the Guardians and, uh, you know, just trying to get a comment on you know, what the impact was going to be for the club. And, and really, it's just too early to tell. There's still the uh, the matter of a court hearing, a bankruptcy court hearing on the 19th uh, in Houston uh, that we have to get through, and, and that'll be more clear. Uh, I still just get the feeling that that Diamond really just wants to either not pay the full commitment, uh, not pay the full contract, what they're committed to, to paying the Guardians, or to, to cut them out completely altogether. It just seems like, uh, you know, Diamond would rather – invest or, or, or focus its investment on, uh, you know, teams where they, they think they can make money and they don't think they can make money with the Guardians. Well, you know, Joe, you know, in, in testimony last year at the, in, in bankruptcy court, you know, Diamond admitted that they uh, that Cleveland was one of the most what was one of the profitable RSNs that they they had you know they they had a, they have a stable of what 12 teams right now i guess they're 11 because they're still negotiating with the twins but uh, you know they they did make money it was a profitable you know in, in uh you know a profitable business now to what degree that profit is you know that seems to be uh 
you know, the, 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 uh, you know, the kind of the thing that is causing all the negotiations. And it's also Texas is, is right there with the guardians. You know, it's the Texas and Cleveland have been, you know, rumored to uh, be on the bubble here. And, you know, in regards to, uh, being dropped from a diamond, which, uh, you know, they reneged on their contracts last season with uh, Arizona and San Diego. And, you know, we're talking about Texas, the World Series champion. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of layers left to be peeled back on this thing, Joe. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, like you said, with Arizona and San Diego, uh, Major League Baseball did step in and make sure made sure that their their games were broadcast and were available. Uh, a lot of people might be seeing this and might be seeing Amazon in the headline, you know, those who are already, you know, prime, uh, video subscribers, uh, might be getting excited about, you know, Hey, maybe we can uh, get guardians games streamed, uh, to our devices, to our, our tablets and our phones and, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, really this is, is, is no real clear indication yet, uh, whether or not you're going to be able to do that, uh, through Amazon, uh, the, the potential is certainly there, but, uh, you know, the logistics of it uh, haven't been announced or haven't been worked through. Uh, it, it sure would be nice for the folks in Northeast Ohio who who didn't have, who were cord cutters and don't have cable uh, and, and wanted an option to be able to buy a package to watch, you know, Guardians or Cavs games or both or, you know, some sort of deal there uh, to, to be able to do that, to be able to stream it to their, their devices it just seems like uh, right now there's there's just no answer. And again, we're we're talking January seventeenth. Uh, in in uh, you know less than two months, there's there's going to be baseball being played out in Arizona. Yeah, they're going to have to tie two two tin cans with a string, Joe, to to broadcast the games. I'm not sure. We're going back to radio, <laughs> just yeah, radio it's... only. The, Joe, the the big thing about Amazon coming into the picture is, you know, they want the streaming rights, and uh, Diamond mm-hmm. uh, Diamond Sports Group owns the streaming rights to five MLB teams. That's Detroit, Kansas City, Miami, the Brewers, and Tampa Bay. And they, you know, they'll be able to put those on, you know, prime video. So, you know, I, th- I would imagine, you know, the cost, there, there's going to be a cost involved in that to any of those, uh, those teams fans or people that want to watch those games. Uh, with, with the Guardians right now, um, you know, Diamond does not, uh, you know, control their streaming rights. You know, uh, any, you know, fans with cable, you know, have can can watch can stream the Guardians games on their devices, but uh, the you know if the cord cutters uh, right now cannot, and it's a different deal with the Cavs. Uh, I believe the Cavs, you know, cord cutters can watch Cavs games mm-hmm. on their mobile phones. Yeah, you can't uh, it, it, you can't with the Guardians, but the the Cavs uh, fans can do that. I would imagine you know for those five teams that that uh, Amazon you know, would be able to stream uh, that you mentioned, you know, some sort of package where you're paying, you know, $25, $30 a month or something like that might might be available that you, you could do. Uh, I think that would be the ideal situation if, if everybody could come together and, and work that out uh, for the rest of the teams under the, the Diamond Sports Group's control. So, uh, I, again, the way that this impacts the Guardians on the field is, you know, will um, – Will they be able to, to 
to add that 65 or, or 60 million dollars uh, to their their payroll and expenses during the year, and you know maybe be able to acquire and bring in some more talent or, or be able to you know sign some guys uh, before the the start of the season, and, and we just don't know if that's going to be able to happen or not. Uh, and it sort of hamstrings the the way you construct a roster. Uh, the other question that we are constantly getting here is, will the the names and faces on the uh, the broadcasts stay the same? Will will it still be Matt Underwood and Rick Manning and Andre Knott uh, doing the the play by play? Will it still be Jensen Lewis and uh, and Al Pulowski on the pregame show for for Bally's? Uh, as as far as we know right now, uh, none of that has changed. There have been no announcements. Uh, I got to imagine if if things stay status quo that that those will be the guys who are back uh, at least for the 2024 season. Yeah, Joe. I mean, when uh, MLB took over Arizona and the Padres broadcast uh, last year after they were dropped by Diamond, uh, the the uh, you know the the teams you know uh, radio and TV team uh, broadcasters stayed the same for the most part. So I would imagine. That, that, you know, they, they would, the Guardians would go out of their way to keep that continuity. And, you know, the radio guys, you know, they, th- their contract uh, is with, is with the, the, the Guardians. So, you know, they're, they're that, the radio team's not going to change, but the TV team, the Bally Sports, you know, they're, they're under contract with Bally Sports slash Diamond Sports Group. Yeah, well, I think there'd be a mutiny if uh, if Hammy uh, was uh, was let go or, or out of the booth, or if uh, or Rosie even for that matter. I think both those guys are are sticking around. Uh, uh, you know, like you said, not affected by uh, any of this uh, TV rights uh, kind of stuff. Hey, uh, you know, if you can't subscribe to a streaming service to watch the Guardians, uh, you can subscribe to uh, Guardians subtext and and get uh, updates from. From Hoinsey and from me all throughout the season, uh, and as soon as we know any information about uh, a deal between Diamond Sports and and the Guardians, uh, Major League Baseball, uh, we we pass that information on. Uh, we've had some conversations behind the scenes with uh, some of these officials over the last couple of days, and you know it's uh, it, it's very interesting. We're going to get to see everybody this weekend at uh, at Guards Fest, so maybe more information will will shake loose uh, throughout that, and we'll uh, we'll have it for you immediately on. Uh, on Guardian Subtext, you can subscribe by going to cleveland.com slash subtext uh, and following up there. It's $3.99 a month uh, to subscribe. Or uh, if you send a text message to 216-208-4346, uh, we'll send you back uh, a link to get uh, signed up in, in that way. Uh, Hoinsey, news uh, from around the league. Uh, if we look to the east and uh, look to the Yankees, their outfield uh, that was – was crowded there for a minute. Uh, you kind of got the feeling that uh, with all the uh, the uh, the names and numbers that were out there uh, in their outfield, uh, something had to give. Uh, they officially announced that Marcus Stroman is under contract now, and they had to make a 40-man roster move. Uh, that roster move was that they designated Oscar Gonzalez for assignment uh, after picking him up on waivers. Uh, you kind of felt that coming after they added Alex Verdugo, Juan Soto, Trent Grisham uh, in the offseason. Yeah, and uh, you know, feel bad for Oscar. Um, hopefully, you know, uh, well, he's got, you know, they have they they DFA'd him, so they've got a week to trade, release, or you know, try to get him through waivers. He has an, a couple options left, so uh, perhaps if he, you know, if he does, uh, 
you know, clear waivers. He'd, he'd accept the outright and go to go to a triple A with with the Yankees or maybe he gets picked up by another team. But, uh, Joe, I mean, how fa- this is this is such a cruel game, man. You know, two years ago, this guy was the toast of the town in Cleveland. He won two playoff games. You know, he came up and, and basically saved the Guardians, gave him a starting right fielder, you know, uh, during in season uh, when they didn't have one. And uh, last year it just didn't work out. He hits two. He slashes two fourteen, two thirty nine, three and uh, three three uh, uh, with a uh, you know three three twelve. And uh, you know, and he was better at AAA, but you know, just a lot of swing and miss, Joe. And uh, hopefully, Oscar, you know, finds a spot where they'll give him a chance to play, and uh, he'll 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 make a lot more contact than he did uh, this past season in Cleveland. Yeah, what are what are Guardians fans going to do with all of their SpongeBob SquarePants uh, costumes that they purchased? And uh, you know they, they can't wear them to the ballpark now, can they? And that, now <laughs> you you just look silly going to the ballpark dressed as SpongeBob SquarePants. At, whereas you know before you didn't look as silly going to the ballpark dressed as SpongeBob SquarePants. Maybe somebody will come up and uh, and, and dress as uh, Patrick Starfish and and balance things out, but. No, uh, it, it, it's disappointing to see that, you know, the, you know, the guy just didn't make the adjustments that he, that needed to be made. Uh, and, and it, it, it cost him a, a spot with the guardians. And, and now I think he was really just sort of a placeholder there in New York until they, they figured out what they were doing with their outfield. And it looks like, uh, uh, a, a lot will be changed out there, uh, in, uh, in, in New York, uh, how long do you think Aaron Judge is going to last in center field if 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 that's what the Yankees are are planning to do? Boy, oh boy, Joe, I think <laughs> that scares me, man. If I'm the Yankees and I made that much of an investment in in him, and you know he had what the toe injury last season, mm-hmm. missed so much time. Um, you know he's a big body, what 280 pounds, six seven. You know throwing himself around in center field. Uh, you know that that looks like an accident waiting to happen. He can play out there. He yeah. can definitely he can definitely make all the throws. He can he can run down balls. He's he's very good. It's just that your chances of him getting hurt when he's out there in center field are a lot higher than if he's in right field. Now I know last year he got hurt playing right field. Uh, you can get hurt playing anywhere, but I think your your chances of getting hurt are a lot higher if you're in center field. Uh, having to make all the plays and, 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 you know, run, you know, left to right and, and, and in and out that way. Plus the center field, the Yankee stadium is huge. Uh, so uh, again, I don't know. Uh, I can't see it. where else you're going to put him. Juan Soto is a right fielder. He's not, a, a you know, any other position. I don't think, uh, what are you going to do out uh, with, uh, you know, you leave a hole in center field. If you don't put him out there, I, I just think, uh, you're, you're, you're running a, a huge risk because that lineup completely relies on judge being healthy throughout the season. There's, there's no doubt about it. When, when he's not there, they fall apart. Yeah. And uh, you know, they've got some new people in there. They've got some new bats that's going to help, but uh, he, he makes them go. Uh, and, you know, Joe, I think maybe, you know, he plays when he's healthy. I mean, they want him to play every day. I would think, I don't know if they can move him around a little bit. He can DH he can, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, if Soto needs a day off, he can play right. He can play left. I, I'm not sure, but, you know, he's. It looks like he's going to be the everyday center fielder right now, and uh, 
if you're the Yankees, you just keep your fingers crossed. Yeah, hold your breath out there. Uh, the other uh, bit of news that we saw, uh, Dusty Baker uh, is now a special assistant in San Francisco. Uh, so he goes back to uh, a team that he took, uh, um, you know, to the World Series, uh, you know, 20 years ago. But uh, this is uh, it's good to see the the game of baseball is better with Dusty Baker in it as opposed to sitting on the sidelines or retired. Yeah, no doubt about it. And you didn't I didn't think Dusty when he retired, you know, uh, after this last season as manager of the Astros, it was hard to see that he would think that he would walk away from the game completely. And, you know, so this is a good move for him. Good move for the Giants. Uh, and, uh, you know, now Dusty's going to be around to tell stories and, uh, you know, just, uh, I think, he, you know, he's, a, he's got a good eye. I mean, look at his teams, what they've done. So he's going to be a, you know, a help for that organization for sure. Yeah, definitely an asset for, uh, for the, the giants, uh, moving forward. Uh, and, and you never know, you know, like Tito's, uh, a, a special assistant in some capacity with, uh, with the guardians. We'll, we'll see how much, uh, you know, he's around and how much influence he has, uh, in, in the next, uh, you know, several years, uh, as well. Hopefully we see, uh, a, a lot of, uh, of, of Tito, you know, uh, not necessarily, uh, on the field or, or anywhere like that, but just, uh, around, that would be, be great to see him pop in every once in a while. Um, uh, want to shift gears here and, and focus on the, uh, the baseball America top 100 list came out, uh, just today. Uh, and, uh, the guardians now have, uh, last year, they had, what, the most prospects in the top 100 preseason list uh, with seven. Uh, this year, uh, they're down to two. And one of them is the same as uh, one of the ones from last year. So uh, it, it's uh, it, it's kind of, uh, you know, shocking to hear that. But it's also uh, kind of exciting because of those seven that were on the preseason list last year, uh, for the, for the guardians, uh, five of them made their debuts, uh, their major league debuts, uh, last season. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty exciting, uh, that this list is out because these are some of the guys you, that you're expecting now to see, uh, here up with, uh, with the guardians in, in this upcoming season. Yeah, no doubt about it, Joe. Uh, um, you know, well, last year, you know, the the uh, the, uh, the Guardians players in the top 100, what, uh, Williams, Bo Naylor, um, Rocchio, Allen, Bybee, all, all made uh, their big league debuts. Um, this year, what, Chase DeLater and uh, Rocchio are, in, are, are the only guys in the top 100. So, you know, this is uh, it, it's a prime example of Cleveland baseball. You know, the, a young roster just keeps getting younger. They keep uh, bringing these, uh, their young talent up to the big leagues and, and giving them a chance to play. Yeah, so last year uh, the preseason rankings had Gavin Williams 19th overall in the top 100. Uh, it had uh, Logan Allen, 85, and uh, Tanner Bybee, 86 uh, on that list. All three of those guys now obviously going to be relied upon uh, heavily as the, the season opens as, a, as major parts of the, the starting rotation. Uh, uh, the other guys, the other two that were on the list that didn't make their debuts last year, uh, Daniel Espino and George Valera both had health concerns. Uh, you know, Espino didn't, didn't pitch, and he underwent uh, season-ending shoulder, shoulder surgery. Uh, Valera, um, you know, missed, uh, the beginning of the season with a uh, hand, uh, injury. 
uh, and then tweaked the hamstring and, and really only played about half of a minor league season. Uh, so he was slowed by injury. But like you said, uh, the other guys on that list to, to debut, Bo Naylor, obviously, you know, now uh, a starter, an important integral part of uh, the, the Guardians lineup in, in 2024. Uh, and, and Brian Rocchio, a, a guy who, again, has a chance to uh, possibly make this roster as, uh, um, you know, the maybe an everyday uh, shortstop, uh, you know, starting in, in, in competition uh, for that position. So uh, you, you've got to think that uh, th- this list is, is it's pretty spot on if you think about it, uh, you know, with the, the top guys in the organization and, and the, uh, the prospects uh, that, that the Guardians are able to put out there. Yeah, and in an organization, you just can't keep churning out guys, you know, prospects every year. I mean, seven guys in the top 100 last season. That that's you know that's a compliment to uh, to the organization. And obviously, you know, they they believed in them. They weren't just there to uh, you know take up space because they all uh, made their big league debuts. Some of them, you know, under uh, you know different circumstances with uh, you know because of the injuries to. Uh, 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 Bieber and, and McKenzie and, and Quantrill, maybe, maybe some of those starters wouldn't have been up as, as early as they were, but you know, they all got a chance and they all look like they belonged. Now, for those of you asking, you know, where's Kyle Manzardo on this list? Where's, uh, where is Daniel Espino on this top 100 list? Uh, they were among the, uh, the 15 or so, uh, players that just missed that top 100. Uh, Manzardo actually checked in at number 102, or I'm sorry, Espino checked in at 102 and Manzardo checked in at 106. Uh, I think uh, if if Espino gets himself healthy, you might possibly be uh, get a chance to see him uh, in in AAA, maybe maybe make his debut at some point this year. Uh, but that's a long way off and a lot of ifs. Uh, Manzardo definitely has an opportunity to uh, to make that list and and uh, maybe by midseason and and be a guy to uh, you know hit his way onto the club at some point during the year. Uh, yes. And I think he'll be in camp as a spring training invitee, Joe, and uh, we're, it's going to be exciting to watch, uh, you know, how he fits in at first base, how they're going to use him. you know, just kind of getting his feet wet with, uh, you know, with the, with the big league experience, so to speak. And, uh, you know, he certainly, uh, you know, swung the bat well, you know, uh, late at the triple A, late in the triple A season last year. And, you know, was one of the you know most talked about uh, power hitters in the Arizona Fall League this past winter. You know, this past fall. So, you know, a lot of anticipation to see what uh, Kyle Manzardo can do this spring. And the Guardians, you know, will have they will be acquiring players. They will have players that uh, will be added to this top 100 list from Baseball America uh, at some point midseason or uh, after the draft. Uh, you know, because they do have the number one overall pick. Uh, in in the July draft, and you know that should influence uh, the amount of talent that they have in uh, their their farm system uh, at some point during the season. You you will probably see that number one overall pick, his name pop up somewhere in the uh, the midseason uh, top 100 list uh, that Baseball America puts out. Yeah, Joe. What uh, you know? What did they? How do how did they rank the top 10 prospects? Uh, the Guardians prospects for uh, this season. Yeah, the Guardians' top 10 prospects right now read this way, uh, according to Baseball America. Chase DeLauder at number one, uh, Brian Rocchio at number two, Daniel Espino at number three, Kyle Manzardo four, 
Juan Brito, number five, Angel Martinez, number six, George Valera, seven, uh, Jason Churio at eight, and uh, last year's uh, top two picks from the draft, Ralphie Velasquez at nine, and Alexander Clemmy at ten. Uh, so, uh, you know, those are the top ten right now as ranked by Baseball America in the organization. Uh, obviously, if, if Rocchio makes the club out of spring training, if Manzardo or Brito get promoted at any time, uh, or if DeLauder, you know, you know, has a, a, a you know, a great early season and gets a promotion, uh, obviously that list could change. Uh, but that's a lot of, of uh, near major league ready talent uh, at the top of that list. Uh, definitely, Joe. And, uh, you know, that, that it just, uh, you know, I, you know, we're a- I'm really anxious to see DeLauder, you know, see him play, you know, uh, see him stay healthy. And uh, he'll probably be what I would think double A this year, uh, maybe mm-hmm. triple, you know, and eventually make it to triple A, see how he does in Manzardo. Uh, we know he'll probably start the season at triple A. Maybe, maybe he's got a shot to uh, play in Cleveland, but yeah. And uh, that, so the, the, uh, you know, the, the pipeline keeps pumping out players. So, you know, this is a, that's a good sign for Cleveland. Yeah. And speaking of keeping, uh, continuing to pump out players, uh, if you look at the last couple of uh, top 100 lists, uh, the Baltimore Orioles really have, have owned that top spot over the last several years. Uh, this year, again, no different uh, with, uh, you know, Jackson Holiday being the number one overall prospect uh, shortstop. And he's uh, he's a guy who's uh, fast tracked and, and, you know, looking like he could be on the major league club at some point uh, this season. Uh, last year's number one prospect, Gunnar Henderson, won the Rookie of the Year award. Uh, right out the gate for uh, for Baltimore, stayed with the club the entire season. Uh, the other, uh, you know, top players on the list, uh, Jackson Churio, uh, who signed a long-term contract already with the Milwaukee Brewers, and uh, Junior Caminero, <laughs> number three overall, uh, the third baseman for the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, speak his name in hushed tones when you walk the halls of uh, Progressive Field. Be, the one that got Fiero. away. In, in fear of uh, Chris Antonetti or Mike Chernoff hearing you and, and just losing their minds. So, uh, yeah, Junior Caminero, uh, just, uh, you know, the number three overall prospect for the Rays. And, you know, the one guy who has what the uh, the Guardians are looking for, raw, untapped power uh, right now is, is going to be, uh, you know, a, a top prospect for the Rays uh, this season. I believe he's already made his debut uh, uh, towards the end of last season uh, was, was the case with uh, – Caminero. So, uh, all right, Hoinsey, that's going to wrap up today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Uh, we'll check back in with you as we get ready for uh, this weekend and Guards Fest coming up. Uh, hopefully, we see a lot of our, our listeners and our subtext subscribers there. Uh, looking forward to it on Saturday. Good deal, Joe.